Well, I read an article from the Globe and Mail this morning telling me that scientists are now saying that the risk of catching COVID-19 from touching contaminated surfaces is negligible. But if you think I can tell my girlfriend that and get to stop wiping down every single item we buy from the grocery store with a Lysol wipe, you're out of your fucking mind. All right, it is Friday, July 17th. The year is 2020. This is Underdogs. My name is Jacob Eamon. Here with me, as always, is David Patrick Fleming. What's going on, David? Uh, are you getting in uh, heated arguments with uh, Brittany about wiping down? Are you still washing your groceries? Dude, that's like so April. Get with get with the times, man. Get with July. Nobody wipes down shit anymore. There are some things that you choose to stop fighting about. This is one of them. You just no, wipe. Man. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> don't don't wipe your groceries down with a Lysol wipe. Come on, man. So in this sort of same vein, what I was kind of thinking about. Uh, look, everybody, we're flying off the seat of our pants today. The the sports topics out there are low. There's not much going on. Uh, there's not much going on in the world other than the obvious things that keep getting talked about over and over. And we're not just going to keep talking about that. So we're just going to have a little fun today. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. We've been waking up and doing this podcast. This is the end of our second week. This is episode 14. Third what, week, isn't it? Oh, shit. Yeah, of course, because we don't do it uh, seven days a week. We do it five. So this is the end of our third week. Not three full weeks, but the end of our third week. You're right. And I think that we adapt to things so quickly as people, and now life's starting to feel sort of normal in this new way. And I was thinking back to what life used to be like, because I mean, I've been basically alone for four and a half months, and you know, not really. I just started sort of working in the last couple of weeks. Jacob, you've been living with Brittany for this whole time. You know, you haven't been doing much outside of that. And I was thinking about. <laughs> you've been doing much outside of that other than drinking passing out and playing video games um what is the thing that you miss the most about the olden days right. and i'm talking march what's the one thing you choose one thing to get back into your life that you miss the most well it's funny you ask that because last night i i feel like i stepped a little bit into the dark side um, I've been very much, as you say, cooped up, uh, haven't been going out. It's been, it's been very essential stuff that has been going on. And, uh, I sat on my first patio last night. I had Ooh. a couple of, oh, you got it for sure. I had a couple of beers with a, with a friend of mine and it was so weird feeling. It felt obviously amazing. There was there was the this like freedom, like it was so st strange hanging out with someone that wasn't just like a little quick hangout on my patio or something from a distance. Um, there were there were other tables out there, people doing their thing, and you know I even thought basically what I'm what I'm getting to is is like the feeling of of being out and being able to create plans on the fly. Like I was there and mm. we were sitting there. It was my friend Rose and I. And 
we started talking about the podcast and I was like, I almost just want to text David right now and see if he wants to come have a beer with us here. But then like the thought of that was this whole like, there was, it was so complicated. Yeah, you have to try to figure out what my comfortability level is and what her comfortability level is. And because I'm working at restaurants now, it's like I could be this potential carrier because I'm around people all the time. And so I'm sort of like a danger yeah. to be around. I thought about that. I was like, man, maybe me and Jacob should start recording in the same fucking room. So we're not just uh, looking at each other over Zoom. But then I was like, <laughs> does he think I have it? Is he mad that I have to serve tables? And am I... Am I like a vampire now? Am I like somebody who people fear because I'm out in the working world picking up people's food and, and trash and touching their credit cards? And, and so then I started to be like, I shouldn't ever ask anybody to hang out because now I'm, I'm the diseased one. Well, what is it? Stage, stage three today for most of Ontario, not including Toronto and a couple of the other major cities. Uh, the gym's going to be open, David. Are you going to are you going to start getting your swole on when when gyms reopen in Toronto? I can't think <laughs> of a worse place to be. Like you're basically going to a sweat factory, and you're going to have to touch things that inevitably because like people are people. I think there's this thought that I have sometimes. It's like oh, I'll go to the gym, and these robots will clean it diligently every single time, but they're human beings cleaning it. And they're human beings, um, like for me, for instance, when I'm serving tables, you know, I'm making like server wage. So how far do you think I'm going out of my way to clean things every time? And what happens is it just starts to fade. You, you show up on the first day and you're like, we clean everything. We clean these benches. We clean these chairs. Every time the table leaves, you wipe that thing down and you sanitize it. If the table has to wait, then they wait. Then day two, it's like, nah, you guys want to take a seat in this chair? You want to play Russian roulette at this table? You know, it's like things just fade. People can't be that diligent all the time. Listeners, you can DM us at Underdogs Canada if you want to know the specific da uh, restaurant David works at so you can avoid it at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tell you live on the air. We won't out David like that. But seriously, you can, you can direct message me and I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Look, you're not going to get COVID. You might get food poisoning. You might get some sort of bacterial infection. Uh, you might get maybe a common cold or some other strain of influenza, but I promise you no COVID. All of that to answer your question though, David, is, is I now, feel like just like casual socializing. Like right now, everything feels like like me, me hanging out with, with my friend last night. It's like we talked about this last week, you know, like getting together when we were going to go into a park and then we kind of got delayed a bit and I was hungry and I felt like having a beer and I, I had just purchased beers from the grocery store, but they were still warm. Purchased. <laughs> they were still warm, so I didn't... Thank you for the formality in the way that you're telling the story. I purchased. Like, the, the beers that I purchased were warm, so I couldn't, I couldn't bring them to the park and enjoy a cold beverage. And I was like, you know, why don't we see what a patio is like i haven't done that yet that must have felt i mean i imagine as soon as you start drinking the first beer and you loosen up a bit it's like oh this is so great is it weird when the server comes up to you with a mask on not really i'm so i'm so accustomed and used to people wearing masks all the time that it didn't bother me at all this was at the woodhouse um brewery too on lansdowne and dundas it's a nice little patio not too big and there's only one he was the only guy working 
serving us. And uh, they have a contact tracing sheet that we that I yeah, signed. Yeah, everybody I gave, has to do that. Okay, yeah. Well, I appreciated that. It's like that seems it seems smart. You know, give my name. So you'll call me if I'm going to die? Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I want to know. So it was a weird thing because the server comes up to you with a mask on and the mask is to protect you, but you're not wearing a mask. So it's like, hi there. Thanks for coming. I'm protecting you with this mask. Thank you for not protecting me in any way, shape or form. Can I bring you anything? Mm -hmm. The second part to my question is, what is, have you done something during this time or have you learned something or have you created some habit that uh, you're very, I don't know, fortunate might be a strong word, but something that you didn't used to do that now you do that you really enjoy? I mean, creating a daily podcast. I didn't do that before that we started. I mean, when we started, we started talking about doing a podcast together maybe a year ago. Something, something around then, and we took a couple of months. We eventually we got equipment, and then we we were recording. weren't we already recording before, or we were just talking about recording? No, we were recording. We were recording because the Buck we and Tabby recording, show. We were recording in the same room with each other before you even went to Stratford, which would have been like February. Right. So then the lockdown happened. We started creating episodes. And then it started taking weeks, and but now it feels like this new habit of doing the show every day, um, because I lost my job due to COVID. Like I worked at the Stratford Festival, and had, you know, rehearsals six days a week, and would would have been doing five or six shows a week. I basically went from being incredibly busy to having nothing at all, and there was no prospect of being able to work again. So, creating this this job for us and in a way has been the best part of of the a new habit created i guess i think it is funny that people want to work you know like we don't get paid to do this we do this because we enjoy doing it and it's it is a fun thing to do i look forward to waking up and doing this but we don't have to do this but it's like our jobs were taken away from us and so we created a job for ourselves and we give ourselves a schedule and we put ourselves on a regimen because i think sometimes when i'm in the middle of working a lot i think ah this is so unnatural i don't want to work i want to be doing nothing i wish i could just do nothing doing nothing is awful yeah you really don't want to be doing nothing it's it's not fun i don't think that it is the natural thing for people i think people want to contribute i think people want to be a part of something yeah and this at least you know feels like um like a contribution to some degree i'm not like you know minimal or whatever but it does feel like you're we're a part of something and that um you know we have something to put our focus on Absolutely. It's, it's, it's funny we're having this conversation because the CERB was trending on Twitter this morning before we started. And I was just kind of looking, what, oh, what's going on? Is there news with the CRB? Is it canceled? Did I get my payment? Um, and it was just, again, this, just this debate of, of you know, right-wing conservative dudes going on there being like, people are, are lazy. They're just taking the money. People don't want to go back to work because they'd rather have the Serb. And then there's all like this mass flood of people saying, you know, like, it's not like we're, we're uh, rolling in dough just, here. It's just, less- I just want to interject for anybody out there because we do have listeners who aren't Canadian. Uh, the CERB is government 
uh, financial aid for people who lost their jobs during uh, the pandemic. And so, you know, people on Twitter are basically being like, it's, you know, it's less than minimum wage. Like it, it's, 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 it's barely a living, but it is helping the most basic of needs for people. And it's been an incredible thing for so many people and that you are mad about it is just, it's just absurd. Or that, you know, people, people don't want to not go back to work because it's way better to live on the Serb. People don't want to go back to work that, that aren't making enough money to begin with, that it's not worth it for them to risk their lives to go back for. Well, I think it's 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 not just one thing. There's just far too many people for anything to just be one thing. I think there's definitely are, are people out there who um, are taking advantage of it. Absolutely, there's yeah. definitely people out there who's taken advantage of it. There's definitely people who maybe hated their job. Maybe they don't want to go back and they're able to fall under the guise of being afraid because they don't want to catch the virus. But really, at the end of the day, uh, they're just going to coast on this government funding because they didn't like their lives before. But that's just part of what's going on. All of our jobs were taken from us back in March. And these are the repercussions of something like that happening. We've all been had so much time to sit and think and contemplate. And uh, there's so think of how many people wish they were doing something else with their lives. Mm hmm. And so now they've been away from whatever it was that they used to do. They've had all this time to reassess and they've been given like a little bit of money. It's definitely not enough, but it's a little bit of money to um, be able to pay some of their bills and maybe reconsider what they want to do with their life. Yeah, that's very true. And, uh, you know, for people in, in major cities in Canada, too, it's it's barely enough to cover your rent for oh, a I month. It barely covers my rent. Like, yeah, barely. It is just helping with the essentials. But I would agree that this this is the thing that... Because you need routine. You need something to to keep you occupied. And it's good that it's at the same time every day. And that... Uh, because for that little period of time that we weren't doing this, that was the hardest time of this whole thing. So thank you to the government. And, and uh, maybe we can say... Thank you in advance to the government on behalf of the Blue Jays for letting yeah. them them play in in Toronto. Maybe it seems like it's official, but they haven't announced an official statement. They just Doug Ford, who is the premier of Dougie. Ontario, Doug Dougie, <laughs> old Doug Ford, came on the t the the boob tube yesterday and said that. Uh, the Blue Jays are staying in the Rogers Center and that it's basically official. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if Doug has the um, ability to be able to make that decision or if he didn't piss some people off by being like, where'd it go, Doug? Nobody said you could say that yet. Holy fuck, Doug. I love that he's just going out there. It just seems, it almost just seems like he's a fan guy, like a fanboy. And just like, I love these Blue Jays and we're going to get to see them at home and. They hope they have a great season. <laughs> that, that was not Doug's voice. I haven't, I haven't listened to it. You Doug just made him sound like a rural thin man. <laughs> he is, the which he is not. You know, I, I, listen, I have had a great impression of him in the past. There was, a, there was a time when I was watching a bunch of his press conferences every day, and it is so funny to watch how like studied he is in this like form of talking that is the exact, like you could put it on a graph and it would be every line would sound the same. None of it sounds like a human talking to another person. <laughs> it's yeah. like, so uh, like 
rehearsed kind of speech pattern that politicians learn on how to address the nation. Do you think that the other teams are just going to hate coming to Toronto because they have to quarantine the entire time that they're here? Like, who has the advantage in that? Are both teams fucked? Or do you think because the Blue Jays are going to be doing it more often that they have an advantage in that way? Or is that just so negligible anyway that you wouldn't be able to really glean an advantage? What do these guys need to do? What do they want to do? What do you need when they to do? When they come to Toronto, like, <laughs> even if they did come to Toronto and they were allowed to go out, they're, like... There's no, there's hardly anyone out there that they're going to be, it's going to be so obvious that it just seems so weird to me. I think it's just that when somebody tells you you can't do something, it makes you want to do the opposite. And I think these um, guys are people who don't like being told what to do and they got a lot of money and I think it's going to be a problem. I think, I think there's going to be some $750,000 fines being tossed out. And fire those things out like frisbees. They'd be so bored if they decided they wanted to go out in Toronto. <laughs> you know, like they're gonna go sit on some patio. Well, they get, they can't even go for a walk, man. They can't even just like walk around. They can't go down by the lake and just you know. Let's say you have a horrible. Let's say you go over five the night before and you feel like shit. You struck out four times and you just want to like take a load off and go walk down by the lake. Well, that's gonna cost you seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. They should build a huge veranda on the outside of the Rogers Center, like a big like walkway around the outside of it, up high. You got this sick view around it. It's right below the dome moving. That'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll just whip that up in a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we have uh, what was supposed to be a really beautiful veranda has actually kind of turned into a rickety rope bridge. So <laughs> if uh, you feel comfortable being out on that, all the best. Did you see that fucking garbage video of Nate Pearson that Sportsnet put out? Like, everybody wants to watch this kid pitch. They had these inter-squad games that they televise, and they just don't put Nate Pearson in those games, and now he's throwing these uh, live uh, hitting sessions to players last night. We can't watch it, and then there's this clip that comes out. Nate Pearson throws 97, and it looks like somebody gave my grandmother a cell phone to film it. It just shows him, and then the phone drags down for 20 seconds and shows a radar gun where it says 97. It looks like a, an audition for the cinematographer for Blair Witch Project holding the camera. And also 97? Who cares? The, he's been clocked at like 104. 97 makes me feel like his arm's broken. Was that a slider? Like, don't, you're not going to excite me with 97. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little excited if he's averaging 97 and basically throwing 97 in spring training. But yeah, that's different. It, the headline is 97. Yeah. No, Ooh. you're right. You're it's right. like, well, you can't go down that much after you've already told us 104. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arden Swelling tweeted his, his line, I guess, because no one could watch. 11 batters faced... Six strikeouts, two walks, two ground balls, one single, and again, one bad video. Um, and two deaths. He hit two people in the <laughs> neck. <laughs> so he's lined up to pitch in Boston, they're saying. Um, to me, that just reinforces this idea. Like, So he's set up to pitch in Boston. We know that. He's going to pitch in one of these two games before the season against a real team and then 
not be on the team after that. I don't. I can't imagine him pitching in Boston against these major leaguers and then them being like, ah, it wasn't really good enough. Like, what if he like has a no hitter in Boston or something? The optics of it will be so bad if they don't bring him up. We're all just looking for something to get excited about, and they're going to take that away. Um. So I want to. I want to announce something big here for for this podcast huge news coming out of the underdogs world we are going to be starting a fantasy baseball league on this show at um, the very last second at the very last second um we are accepting applications for listeners fans friends of 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 fans um to play with us if you send us a direct message on twitter at underdogs canada or you can email us uh, at underdogscanada at gmail.com. Um, give us the email you want us to send the sign up to you with. Um, it's going to be a great like source of trash talking. It's going to be a whole lot of fun um, for us and a way to interact with some of our listeners out there. Um, we'll set up some form of a group chat, maybe a WhatsApp group chat with everybody that's involved. Um, so we can talk on there, and the winner of the season will get to join us on the show. Um, you can gloat, you can do all the trash what if, talking. What if you I want. win? What if I win? Well, that's a possibility, though very unlikely. Um, Why do you feel that that's unlikely? Just so everybody out there knows, uh, Jacob is a self-proclaimed best fantasy baseball player in the world. It's very clear that. I want to be very clear that he says the world. Yeah. Uh, this isn't rural. This isn't uh, just Canada. The world. Well, the world of ESPN fantasy baseball. When I played the last time I played, they oh, so told you were number me, one. Uh, they told me I was in the 99th percentile of oh, players. Oh, so not number one. Oh, so somebody was better than you. Well, is, oh, can you be in the 100th percentile? Does that? Yes, yes, you can. All right. Well, I don't know about that. And I don't know how many people were involved, how many people I was up against, but when probably five, maybe 10, when I was told you are the 99th percentile player with your score, your team, I thought that was pretty impressive. So, you know, you can play with us and obviously you can tell between David and I, it's going to get pretty heated pretty quickly. And we are just trying to figure out right now what the stakes are going to be between us, who places higher. Maybe one of us will win, maybe not. Maybe one of you guys out there will win. But whoever places higher between David and I, the other person is going to get to create some way that we can embarrass the other in a way um, that we can record either on the podcast, maybe we'll also do a video, some some form of an embarrassing thing that the other person will get to choose. Maybe we can maybe we can include suggestions from listeners that could be ongoing. Something is gonna happen though between the two of us. Maybe um, a live phone call of calling somebody who really, really wronged you at some point in your life. Like there has to be a really significant a level of emotional pain someone that when you think of them you just get instantly triggered you have to call them and confront whatever the thing is between the two of you now that's a very david kind of thing to do <laughs> i don't i don't know if anyone's going to want to listen to that but um i'm opening me nobody would want to do it but you definitely want to listen to it just have <laughs> Oh, it'd be awful. It'd be like watching like Ali G. Like you can't, like you kind of close your eyes and you need to look away, but you can't stop watching it. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever it is, it's going to be brutal. Um, 
we don't have a lot of time till the season starts but if you get your application in sometime and of course it's first come first serve we've got a couple of people involved already we'll make the league as big as possible um what if you if you lose what i want you to do I know anybody who, like, these podcasts are on YouTube if you want to check it out at Underdogs Canada, but Jacob has a very uh, full, long, thick beard. I want you to shave half of it for two weeks. So you have to live your life with half a beard. Straight down the middle? I don't give a shit if you get an audition of your life. <laughs> I don't care if you have to go in and you're, you're supposed to be uh, like a crown attorney. You're going into that audition with half a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean that you can, you don't have to commit to that right now. That's, that's very fun. That's definitely the type of thing that we can have the other person do. And if I did have to do an audition with that, we would definitely upload my self tape or whatever my audition was with that stupid half face beard. Uh, that sounds amazing. Um, but we're going to draft Wednesday night. It's the night before the season starts Wednesday, July 22nd. Um, get your, get your application in before then uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and, and we're looking forward to having a chance to interact with uh, some of the listeners out there it's kind of a it's a weird weird world podcasting you know we we do a show every day we see all these listeners we see people listening in australia we see people listening in virginia all across the world and we norway norway we and we don't get to interact with you so it'll be a cool way for us to to uh to get to interact with some of the listeners of the show and 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 most of all it'll be fun and we'll be able to talk about it throughout the season and have a kind of fantasy element to this show as we go through this wild 60 game season can your uh fantasy team be called the half beards <laughs> why would i do that just you, to kind you, of you, foreshadow you could call your team jacob's future half beard something like that but i'm why would i call my own team the half beards well i mean even without the bed that's a pretty great name the half beards what if what if my thing was to make you shave your head no that's way different you can't make me shave my head you can grow your beard back in like two weeks you should make me shave my head i'm fucked scalp you're gonna have I to look like an alien you're gonna I got have a fucking to huge it. forehead and i got this weird bone ponytail on the back of my head i would go from playing like young dads and lawyers to uh the alien who lives down the street it would have to be a very specific show where there was a character who's an alien and he just shows up at your house that could be a huge break for you that might be just what you need to make it big in the acting world you know you might be in hollywood with that kind of shit David Patrick Fleming, go-to alien for Hollywood's new movies. It's a new show on NBC, My Alien and Me. It's like a take on Alf, but it's just an alien. I, I'm into that. I want to watch that. I'm not shaving my head. There's no way. Okay, fine. I mean, you could basically say anything you want to me that I'd have to do. I won't have to do it anyway because I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Did you know that they're pumping in louder crowd noise for bigger stars? Don't you think that would be really difficult if you were a player on the team and they were pumping the crowd sound up for other players who weren't you, but you thought that you deserved more crowd noise? Like, could you see that becoming a thing? Like, we're behind the scenes. <laughs> There's arguments about that and agents are calling the team and asking oh, yeah. for more crowd noise for their player. 
I might even go up to the to the guy, see if I can find the find the DJ or whoever it is that does the crowd noise. Be like, listen, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you start bumping up the crowd noise a little bit every time I come up to the play. We can do a kind of subliminal thing. People will start to become a bigger fan of mine because they think the team thinks I'm a bigger dude and it's all going to work in my favor and you get a thousand dollars, man. And I think they should do like player specific stuff and really make it nuanced, not just like. <sighs> yay i think it should be like if a certain player comes up it should be like like dog barks or like when other people come up it's a chant okay well how about this david i've had i got this idea and i think that maybe we could reach out to the mlb get them involved maybe we start with the blue jays maybe we could do it for a bunch of different teams but my proposition is people hire us and other people like us to do specific heckles that that they can they can mix into their crowd noises. So say uh, say uh, I don't know Yankees come to town, and you and I were like we go through the lineup. We come up with like five different heckles for each dude, and you know it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be too clever. But I think it, it could just be so funny. It could be something that could go viral, especially if it was just one team that was doing it. You know I'd be willing to put in the time, even if you even if they didn't want to pay me. I would do all the research get in the recording booth, send them a bunch of files. You and I could do it. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? You, you interested in that? I think that that could open up such a fun thing and that could really, I mean, I don't know if you'd be able to hear it on the TV, which would be really the only thing. If you could hear it on the TV, it'd be amazing. If you couldn't hear it on the TV, it wouldn't be that great because it would just be kind of these inside things with players and you just sort of glean a reaction from them. Maybe not. You can do all sorts of things. You could pull out the crowd noise entirely and just have one loud voice through the the whole speakers of the thing, just heckling one dude. Like what? You should be able to pay money and like you get a mic at a seat, and so you can watch the game online. But then you can have a mic at your house and you can just like yell stuff into the <laughs> mic that can be heard on the field. That would be wicked if it was live. You know they would never let that happen, though. Even though well, it's because no different. people say the most offensive shit, you'd get like every racist in the world, every like terrible person would just be just screaming garbage. No, we we would ours would be classy. They would be classy, humorous. Hi, this is my classy, classy chant. Um, Aaron Judge, your statistics are poor, and they're not what they should be. And I hope you get out. <laughs> that sounds funny to me. That would be that would that would be more <laughs> jarring, I think, for a player if they heard that when they were in the box, and they're like, "Are my statistics poor? Who was that guy? Where did that come from?" <laughs> oh, the, I was late on that fastball. That's a strikeout. <laughs> Remember me, Aaron? It's me from last time. I'm the guy who said your statistics were poor. I've bought a mic at every stadium you're going to this <laughs> summer. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's a great idea. If anyone out there from the Blue Jays is listening, we're ready. <laughs> As you can tell, we've got great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what was that what was that one you said you if you were a boston fan you had watching uh, oh when uh, derek moron comes up the yeah. plate and you go hey moron you're a moron <laughs> you throw like a moron <laughs> yeah see that's amazing it's it's against the blue jays we don't necessarily want that or we don't want to be that giving too many isn't. ideas to boston fans that's for sure <laughs> all right what a week jacob friday going what into a week. the weekend it's been a fun week. Next week, 
we're going to start to see actual baseball games. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hit us up on Twitter for the fantasy, and we'll see everybody on Monday. Adios. Thank you.